This episode and the Spring 2021 Bronco Startup Challenge is brought to you by our sponsors. AT&T, more for your thing, that's our thing. As well as City National Bank, we make it our business to be personal. Now, on to the episode. Alright, hello everybody and welcome to our next episode, our newest episode on the Spotlight series. And this time, it's uh, it's a little special because we'll have two different people to talk about their project. So I'm here, I'm lucky here to be here today with Alberto and Esther from Paw Squad. So I'm going to just start by letting them say hello. Hey, how's it going everyone? Uh, yeah, so... I guess the best way to start, because there's two people, so I want to bounce off, there's more things to bounce off of, can you just quickly, <laughs> just as a fun way to do this, can can Esther describe Alberto and Alberto describe Esther, and like just introduce each oh, other. Oh, okay, yeah, so Alberto is very driven, when he puts his mind to something, he uh, has to do it, no matter what, uh, but he's also very funny, <laughs> or he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah. But that's the way I would describe him. <laughs> All right. And Alberto, what do you think about Esther? Um, she's the yin to my yang. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's every, you know, anything that I, like, like she said, I, I'm pretty driven. Um, but she's very supportive. And if it wasn't for, you know, doing stuff for the business, you know, probably wouldn't be here. All right. Okay. So how about in terms of just where you guys are at right now? Are you guys students? Are you guys uh are you guys graduated or what are what exactly are you are we looking at um so i'm currently um attending arizona state university for uh, organizational leadership uh, i am doing this online and i expect to uh graduate by the end of this year oh. <clears throat> yeah and then um me i am a senior at cbp um i'm an frl frl major and i expect to finish by the end of this summer Oh, okay, great. All right, so let's let's transition over to the project itself. So, can you just quickly describe what exactly is is your project? What is your company? Um, so Paw Squad is essentially um, a apparel um, company. Uh, so we are. Um, so we noticed that when we were buying clothes for our pet there was no variety and uh, most of the things that were out there were actually just uh cheaply made ill-fitted or they just they didn't have like that like i guess us like streetwear look um if you well i know you can see our dog kobo right here he's wearing a jersey <laughs> fitted to him um so it's it's just kind of cool to to know that like your pet can have as much style as you Oh, okay. So as far as any, obviously they're clothes for animals, but what exactly is your target market? So our target market will be like our streetwear um, enthusiasts, um, sports fanatics, right? Because, um, you know, we try to source like jerseys that you won't find today, like players from like the 90s, the 80s, the thousands, you know, um, streetwear brands that usually don't make pet apparel. Um, so what we do is we convert human clothes and turn it into pets so they can, you know, either rock the same kind of gear that we have or that I wear, you know, with my dog um, and, yeah, go from there um, because, you know, that's, uh, I feel like a market that's not being tapped in, especially in the pet apparel. 
Alright, so I mean, I'm a little bit familiar with the clothing in general because I come from a, a family that makes clothes. So I know a lot mm -hmm. about, you know, human clothes. But pet clothes are a little different. And as a result, you know, humans come in different shapes and sizes, but I think dogs come in even more so. So, I mean, we have the, the small end, like little puppies, and we also have like these large, large, almost bear-like animals. Yeah. Uh, so how do you, how do you make, how do you make the apparel go from small to big? Uh, that's a good question. So, you know, with, it starts with our sourcing. Um, and it really comes down to, we try to find like children's clothes, which already have kind of like a smaller, tighter fit. Um, and then from there, um, we alter it so we can so we can fit um, the pet. Um, and you're right that uh, it was really hard in the beginning, and it's still we're still kind of developing, especially like the the small sizes where that's kind of like where we run into a little bit of a problem. Um, but it's coming, it's coming along. Um, the bigger dogs are a little bit easier, um, just because again, to your point, you know, we as humans have a bigger, I guess, complex. So therefore, you know, the shirts are usually a little bit easier to make for the bigger dogs um the smaller dogs were is where we ran into a problem so um uh, we also i guess we kind of have um we're experimenting with different types of elastic because that helps hug it on top of their belly so it doesn't fall off like a traditional dog shirt um out there mm -hmm. all right so i mean we've been talking a lot about dogs but obviously there are different kind of pets too so mm -hmm. are you guys are you guys also looking to hit the cat market or are you guys mm -hmm. looking to hit the, the hamster market or is it just mm -hmm. really focused on dogs right now um, so uh, we definitely want to do like uh, like just pets in general as far as like cats and dogs. Um, not sure about hamsters, <laughs> but uh, but once we get those sizes down, like uh, for the smaller sizes, I think that would be um, when we start ad advertising it more because right now we're more comfortable with the bigger clothing for the dogs. All right. And conversely, let's say, you know, I have a pet and I know what I want for my pet. Is there, are you guys offering custom work or is it really just uh, what you guys have is what I can get? Uh, great question. Uh, we are actually planning to, you know, yeah, you can mail, it's, we're planning to offer like a mail-in service where um, if you say, for example, you find a jersey that you want to match with your dog and you want to send in that specific jersey, you should be able to mail it in soon and we'll alter it to fit, you know, the specifics of your dog and then we'll send it back to you. So that's coming, it's in the works. Um, it's not live on the website yet. And conversely, uh, how about how, how about other kinds of clothing? Is it all sports jerseys or are you looking also to make, uh, I, I know I'm not a pet owner myself, so this is all new. Are, do, yeah. you guys, do you guys, are you guys offering shoes or, or what exactly, is it just really hitting the sports jerseys first? Well, we were thinking about shoes, but that's not in the process right now. Um, we have seen different types of little, like, uh, I guess, uh, I don't, I know you don't, You said that you don't have a pet, but basically it's like a foot cover where it looks like they're wearing shoes, so okay. it looks like they have, like, but their their paws are still on the ground. So we were thinking about that, but we're just not there yet. <laughs> right, right. right. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's, let's go back a little bit and just talk more as a holistic company. So mm -hmm. as far as for you, what do you think is your most immediate need? Um... Mark, like getting, I guess our market share, right? Um, expanding our market share, expanding our, our brand awareness is our biggest need because, um, you know, I, I, we feel like we get a lot of, you know, compliments, especially walking them, you know, at, at Venice Beach and, you know, on walks and 
um, they really like his jersey and or his jerseys and anything he's wearing. So I think the product and everything is pretty there. Um, it's just a matter of marketing and making our brand um, awareness out there. And how about the opposite end? So what do you think is your long-term goal? Do you see yourself being like a product at Petco <laughs> or PetSmart? Or what, do you, what exactly are you thinking of? Actually, I mean, our well, my long-term vision for the brand is eventually open like our own Foot Locker, but for pets. You know, like where, I mean, I think, you know, companies are going to start building shoes for dogs and things like that, especially name brands like Nike and stuff like that, that I've read from articles patents they've, they've submitted where it's like I, I think it's coming it's just a matter of time and I think we want to just prepare ourselves and start getting a market share now mm-hmm. and I mean more of a personal side do you are you guys like long-term pet owners is that why you guys got into this or is it just mm-hmm. more of a niche well, well um years ago actually so we, uh, we had another dog years ago and um her name was Susie and he he was like, I'm never going to dress up the dog. I'm never going to dress up the dog. The first thing he does is buy the dog a dress. <laughs> so he bought her a dress and was like so happy. And then um, years later, COVID comes along. And so he, he was like, hey, like the clothes hasn't gotten any better. Like this is, he was like, why can't I like put something cool on him and just have him like walk down the street with me like this. And so, you know, like that, that's kind of how it started. And that's how, you know just kept going <laughs> yeah but we got our dog kovu um november of 2019 is when we rescued him um and then ever since then it's kind of been like all right dog everything <laughs> yeah right i did read on your website that uh for every sale you do actually give a little cut to a foundation sort of like a charitable thing Can you just quickly talk about mm-hmm. that yeah, so, um, you know, given that he's a rescue dog and we see all these, like, um, you know, news articles and stuff like that, posts about, you know, dogs being abandoned and stuff like that, we just wanted to give back one way or another. Um, and, you know, at first we were like, yes, um, you know, we'll donate 5% of every purchase to a local animal shelter. We haven't really partnered with anybody just yet, um, just because we want one, increase the sales so we can be able to make that donation. And two, um, we are open to if there is a, you know, local animal shelter rescue in Los Angeles, definitely feel free to, you know, um, email us. Um, we are going to be searching for that soon. All right, great. So this will, this is not necessarily a question I expect you to know, but does a dog have a visibly happy appearance when, when it, it's wearing something that, that looks good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think it, it all depends on the dog, um, and specifically Kobu. I mean, I've been dressing him up since he's been young, so I think he's accustomed to it and he doesn't mind it. But I feel like there are some dogs where you try to put on a shirt and they just like don't like it at all, and they'll try to turn it off, take it off, or you know, bite it off. So it all depends on the dog, and I think as an owner, um, we got to be cautious of that too. Okay, um, all right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the Bronco startup challenge just as, as a competition. So what do you think is your biggest weakness or your biggest strength going in? Uh, I think it's both. Um, the, the ability to sell jerseys, um, it's both going to be our weakness and our strength. Um, it's going to be our weakness because we're going to have to compete with leagues like the NBA, NFL that may, you know, try to stop us for, you know, selling their product. But in reality, we, you know, we, 
we are we are reusing um, you know an existing product. So I think that's going to be a legal challenge that we may face in the future, and we've kind of like are bracing ourselves or how are we going to pitch our um, how are we going to divert our business um, if that does come? And that's going to be like another, that's going to be a weakness and it's going to be a strength because people love sports jerseys. They love dogs. They love sports in general. Myself, I'm a sports fanatic. So it's like, if I see a jersey that I'm not going to find at a regular store, I'm going to want to buy it, especially if it's for my dog. It's going to you know put a smile on my face and you know he's going to look pretty cool. All right. I mean, to help you guys succeed, we try and offer like as much as possible, especially in these uh, more constrained times. But we offer, you know, workshops and mentors. Have you used some of these? Have you been to some of them? Have you spoken to some of the mentors yet? Yeah. So I know um, we have watched, rewatched the videos, um, the the recordings. Um, at times we are at work, so we don't have time to watch it, but we do watch the recordings. And then we actually have our first appointment with our mentor, Tito. Um, tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. So let's let's hope that everything goes well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So you know, at the end of all this, at just just the competition, you know, there's always a chance you can win. There's always a chance you could lose. But what do you think you want to gain from this experience? Uh, mostly experience and knowledge and expertise from the mentors and all this, because um, you know, if if there is a time to fail, it's now. Um, but I mean, that of course, that's not the goal. Um, but I want to learn as much as possible because this is going to be our, our leg into the real life. You know, um, you know, once later on, if we are making multi-million dollar deals or whatever it is, I want to make sure that we have the experience to be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think it's about time we open the COVID box, the pandemic box. Um, how has COVID affected you guys? Has it, you know, has it revealed anything that you didn't know before? Has it given you motivation to do something that you didn't do before? Or conversely, did it really just ruin some of your plans that you originally had? Well, no, actually, we think that because of COVID, we ended up starting this business because we just had more time available to learn and research and, you know, make this happen. Yeah, and, you know, COVID actually, like you said, it gave us more time to just learn, I feel like, a new trait for each of us. Um, You know, building a website, SEO, all that stuff is like a foreign language to us. Mm -hmm. So by having the time with COVID and staying home, being locked up, you know, what else to do other than learn and go on the internet and start doing some more stuff. So that's kind of what came up the idea to do, uh, to be uh, this, this business. But at the same, and then, you know, COVID gave us the ability to also learn that there's a market out there, especially in the internet, um, because, you know, not everybody can, has the ability to view our store if they want to. All right. And as far as, I mean, everybody can tell now that it's a pet-friendly household. Uh, but uh, as far as as um, just personal growth, do you think that actually COVID gave you a little that that push that you might not have had, or is it really? Do you think you sooner or later you would have actually gone down this path? I would have gone down this path personally. I would have um, just because I've always been that kind of like that hustler kind of. I want to go do something. I don't want to work in a corporate my entire life. Um, so that's kind of. I feel like I would have gone this route. Um, covid and the dog chose you know i feel like made me go down the pet apparel route but um entrepreneurship has always been something in my blood i feel like yeah um so 
I gotta say this is more Alberto's baby than mine because he's the one that wanted to um you know like he he wants to dress up the dog for me I don't I don't really I mean it's fine I I, I think it, he looks cute adorable but um it's just not something that I'm I would do myself um um but I do like having like little like cute collars and accessories for him <laughs> so I guess it kind of works out uh but no I don't think I would have done this route and I don't know if I would have um I'm, I'm not really like an entrepreneur type I'm kind of like a I like to do like the website and I like to like learn that kind of stuff like um I like and he just likes to do you know like the sewing and and like the the product and sourcing. Uh, sourcing and stuff so it kind of works out because it's like the things that I like to do compliment he, yeah they complement each other yes <laughs> All right. I mean, I remember at the not necessarily at the beginning of the pandemic, but at least for one of the bigger news story was that, you know, the the uptick of pet ownership actually went up. Do you guys see that as also an opportunity? Yeah, definitely. I see that as an opportunity um, because I feel like pet owners that are working and that receive the dog now is probably people that are working from home now. So usually if you're working from home, in my train of thought, if you're working from home, most likely you have some sort of decent income um, where you have that expendable income to be able to purchase a jersey for your dog and stuff like that. So um, specifically for our target market, right, we're talking about the, you know, the target market that likes spending $100, $200 on a pair of shoes, right, a pair of Jordans, um, you know, $300 for a Kobe jersey, whatever it is, right, Um, they're looking to spend. And I think that demographic is a perfect opportunity, especially for us to tap into. All right. Well, I'm happy to have had you guys here. I mean, I answered everything that I had. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys the floor. Can you just please, you know, tell us where we can look for your products, uh, if we want to contact you and all, all that good info? Yeah. So um, our Instagram and Facebook is pause, P-A-W-Z, period, squad, S-Q-U-A-D. Um, and our website is pawsquad.com. Um, and you can find our, you know, our social media, of course, uh, Instagram, recent posts. You also see like any promotions that we would be giving out at that time. I think we have a 25% off going on until the end of March. Um, and to kind of touch a little bit with, you know, on our website, not only do we sell, um, uh, jerseys and shirts, um, for your pets, but we also sell some pretty cool things. Um, not a lot of pet owners know that. If you have some wool balls and you throw them in your jersey, it takes a lot of the hair, the pet hair, out of your clothes. So definitely, I know for us, it's been a lifesaver. We put it in our dryer, and it's like we don't have as much hair in our clothes. So um, cool little tip on that that's also found on our website. Uh-huh. And then um, uh, you guys can contact us at info at pawsquad. No, no. Customer service at pawsquad.com or alberto at pawsquad.com. Contact me directly. All right. Thank you very much, Albert and Esther. This has been a, a relatively fun and a really light, lighthearted episode, and I'm glad for that. Sounds good. All right. Thank you.